means it's time for some weekly drinks. I'm Jack Cooper here with Grant Templeton. Grant, have you had a good week just so far? I've, I've had a pretty good week, Jack. Um, just hanging in there. I'm just hanging in there as well. First things first, to all six of you listening to us, uh, apologies. Yeah. Apologies for that Major last apologies. show. Uh, bad mics. Grant bad mics. slamming on the table. Well, if you heard a... That was Grant. Yeah, it was more of a... Yeah, it was well. You, you can call. Like you can call whatever. But yeah. once again, apologies for last week. Grant does apologize. I do not apologize. Since you know, I Jack. Was not on the Jack, table. I got something to tell you. Yesterday was Groundhog Day. Um, Punxsutawney Phil failed to see a shadow. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. Now, Grant. Uh, yesterday was Groundhog Day, but today we're going to get to something new, and that's called our questions of the day. Grant, what are our questions of the day? Our first question of the day, Jack. Uh, it's a weird one. I know you haven't seen these pre-show, but I have not. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, you're not going to get this one, and I, I, I do not. I fault myself for this, but hey, I, I will, I will give it to you. You're right. trying your best to stump me, but I however, am, I, I, you are, you're, I you're maybe think three I have of three. I maybe think you I haven't have this even first read one. it. I haven't read it. In 1920, the University of Texas football players had their mascot at the annual sports banquet under less than ideal circumstances. What were those circumstances? Okay, and question two? Question two, what was MJ's first choice in college? Here's a hint, Jack. He went to UNC. No, but MJ, you mean Michael Jackson, yes? And, uh, Michael uh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Jordan. Never heard of him. All right, okay. and question three. Question three, presidential ceremonial pitches have been a tradition in the Major League uh, Baseball since opening day of the 1910 season. Who was the first president to throw out a ceremonial first pitch? I think I got it, but I'm not sure. I really I really think I got it. Well, I hope you do. Well, uh, it's time for a new segment. We did not do it last week here nope. on Weekly Drinks, but we're going to do it this week, and it is called What Are They Drinking? Grant, time to find out what we're drinking. I drink your milkshake. Pass me a beer. Ah, thanks. I needed that. We're going streaky! That's right. It's time for our What Are They Drinking? Grant, what are we drinking on today? Jack, we're drinking on a steel reserve. Uh, It's slow brewed for exceptionally smooth flavor. Um, It's a high-gravity beer at 6% uh, alcohol content. I found it at Shell. It was uh, very cheap. We got now, Grant. Of them. Now, Grant. Uh, so you say you got twelve of these. How much did this twelve pack cost? It was about. I, I'm trying to think the exact thing with tax. Uh, uh, I'm thinking it was nine forty nine. Nine forty nine for twelve, and beers. it's not bad. And it's know? not bad. And I will say uh, the drinkability in this beer. Oh, smooth. not bad it's at all. Smooth. Pretty smooth. Yeah. Pretty damn never smooth. Heard of it, if I, I don't say, I've never heard of it either before today. But uh, here we are. We're drinking on it. Now, Grant, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give what we're drinking on today? Jack, if I'm going to have to be honest, uh, one to ten, not the best beer I've had. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a five or a, a six. Five. Yeah. Really? A six. I, it's, it's just, you know, I've had a lot of IPAs, and I, I'm not I'm not really into the generic beer type. And So I, this is not your ideal beer? For drinkability, yes. Okay. I'm just a more, I like a full-bodied flavored beer. Grant, I'm going to go ahead and have to uh, agree with you for that one. And uh, on that note, it's time for our main topic. The grass, Tiger Stadium tastes best. Italians are the people that might venture onto a ship to explore and find new lands. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for our main topic of the day. And Grant, you know what's coming down? You know what's going down? Going going on right going now. Going down and going on on February 7th down in... San Francisco. Yes, Technically, sir. it isn't San Francisco, but we're going to call it that for now since <laughs> Levi Stadium is in Santa Clara. Yeah. Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50. Now, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about here. This is actually a really talked about Super Bowl, even though I thought maybe um, Peyton Manning might be the only thing that people are really paying attention to. Really, Peyton Manning versus Cam Newton, the two most opposite quarterbacks you could ever think of, ever. especially seeing that Peyton is now 39 years old. But uh, you've got a lot of notes on the Super Bowl. Grant, what are you thinking right now about Super Bowl 50? Well, here's my first thing, Jack. Uh, the Super Bowl is expected to draw in $4.2 billion in bets. Wow. Most of them are illegal, 
but it's still uh, Vegas is getting a lot of money out of this man. Vegas a is getting lot a lot of money. of money. Bookies are getting a lot of money. Carolina has young stars, but has the third overall oldest roster in the NFL and the longest tenured player for the Carolina Panthers, none other than All Pro Thomas Davis. He's been with the team for eleven years. Really, eleven years. Eleven years at the Panthers. With Imagine the Panthers, that. eleven years and get, well, I mean. You talk about NFL players and about them wanting to go play for a better team and for bigger money. A lot of times, it's uh, it's where your family is. And That's Thomas true. Davis is one of the yep. guys. And he last year he was the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, apparently, he his family was happy in Charlotte, and so was he. Yep. Uh, now with some of these prop bets. Now we're gonna get to the prop bets later. Yeah, we will. We're gonna get to the prop bets later. Uh, <laughs> prop <laughs> prop bets, bets later. later. Uh, this is weekly drinks <laughs> and. Uh, but some of these prop bets are outrageous. Absolutely. Like, outrageous. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm assuming that we've got some coin top bets. We've got yep. some... We've got we've got a whole lot of bets that really have n- absolutely nothing. Like, w- will there be a um, earthquake? Will there be an earthquake? During uh, the Super my Bowl. guess is no. This is not the World Series in the uh, mid-80s. No, no it's um, not. Yeah. I would hope not. Uh, but, uh... If you haven't watched any coverage this week, um, instead of doing a Super Bowl media day, mm-hmm. they started off with a opening night, yeah. and there was some real big that went down on the opening yeah. night. Well, the Panthers players, uh, most of them, yeah. some of them, I don't know who it was, I, I don't know uh, to the extent of how many people it was, but they refused to talk to a Rivals reporter. Obviously, Rivals, they they do a lot of high school sports. Yes. Uh they refused to talk to him because they weren't ranked high enough in high school. Get over it. Sour grapes. I know. Get You're in the it. Super Bowl. You're in the Super Bowl. Be happy about be what happy. you've done. At least talk to everyone there. You should be You should be happy you're there and talking to everyone. Have a fun time. Exactly. You, the, the business has not happened yet. Yep. The business is going down on February 7th yep. in Santa Clara. And it's, don't worry about some guy yeah. who, by the way... I bet that the guy that Rivals sent out there was not working for Rivals in 2008. No. No. No, 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 no. no. I mean, another thing, you're there. Be happy. Mm -hmm. But you should be wanting to talk about yourself, you know? Like in that that environment, talk about yourself. And especially for these players, that's a big thing for them, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Jack, let's get to Cam Newton's comments because this is going to take me a while. Um, Here we go. I know. Uh, this this came out last week, obviously, and uh, we're just now talking about it. We could have talked about it last week. But we chose to show. we chose to save it off. Yeah. for this week. And yeah. I, it, it just made me a little not angry, but worried. I guess um, Cam Newton's comments, if if you did not know, were I'm an African American quarterback. That may scare a lot of people because they haven't seen nothing they can compare me to. Which is true. We have not seen a quarterback that can compare to Cam Newton on and off the field. Number one, in terms of on the field, when you see a guy who is a linebacker, and speaking of linebackers, by height and weight, Cam Newton is bigger than Von Miller. Yeah. Yeah. And not only on that, on the field, not only is he as big as a linebacker, he can throw dimes. Yeah. And he can run. But off the field and on the field, his celebrations, I'm fine with the celebrations. It's just that I think the dab is lame. But off the field, he's a great guy. He really is. Well, and you I see, agree with that. I yes. agree with that. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with you. I, I'm just caught up in the fact that he's an arrogant showboater. Yes. You know? Uh, he has this me against the world mentality, Jack. It, it, it's just it—it's the way he treats his opponents. He rubs it in their faces when he gets a first down with this flashy dancing. Uh, to yep. me, he's just a, a schoolyard bully. The first down—the first down celebration really does, really does ruffle my feathers a little bit. Oh, absolutely! Bit. It's ridiculous. It's just a, it, like I said, it's a schoolyard bully. Yeah, pushing mm-hmm. opponents' faces into the dirt. And the only people he's nice to are in his clique. They're they're Panthers fans, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, my thing is he's he's a millionaire, you know. He's made millions of dollars mm-hmm. playing football. And, he made he made millions out, of dollars when he was 21 years old. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's another subject we should yeah. get into one day. 
but he, he's tossing he's a millionaire tossing signs that fans have made and flags fans have spent money on he's mm-hmm. demoralizing them yeah and their teams yep it's not because cam's an african-american it's just the way he handles himself as an all-star quarterback it's something it's something he calls professionalism it's it's the uh, it's the same idea to me as when a rapper says he has haters and yeah. a rapper can say oh i got haters i got haters mm-hmm. haters all around me maybe there's something maybe you are the reason not just because you who you are maybe there is something that you can make better of yourself Maybe when you're up by 17 yeah. against the Titans, the Titans, you shouldn't showboat in a guy's no, face. Absolutely not. And <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not ultra. You're not superhuman. You may think you're Superman, but you're not superhuman. You got in a car wreck last year, and you have this whole new grasp on life. Uh, Cam Newton was in a car wreck last year. If you didn't know, had yeah. a, had his truck flip over about uh-huh. three times. Wow didn't have a scratch on him yep. and he said that's, that gave him a new that's perspective a miracle. on life it's a miracle he's a new dad yep. not a fan of the uh, not a fan of the name he but gave I his think son here's that's thing. his business I think he's the same person okay and I say that because he was the same way in college he was well to an extent he just he, you know college kids they can't break out mm-hmm. you know from their personality you know yeah um, and I feel like that, that car wreck kind of gave that to him which is a good thing yeah. Uh, for people on that sport. But uh, a reason you wouldn't like him is because, I mean, you're an Alabama fan. And after an Iron Bowl game, he told all of your fans to shut up. Yes, he did. Yeah. And in, in terms of me being an Alabama fan, me not liking Cam Newton, in terms of everything that is on the field in terms of snap to whistle, mm-hmm. Cam Newton, if I had to choose a quarterback right now to choose to start a franchise with, I'm choosing him. Yeah. I'm a huge I, Alabama I, yeah. fan. My favorite Raider of all time, Bo Jackson. There you go. I, I absolutely. When they're in college, I hate them, but when they're in the pros, I say, "Good for you getting a scholarship. Go on to the pros and make something out of yourself." But if you were to give, if you were to give uh, a number grade in terms of one out of a hundred, in terms of uh, if you were an NFL GM. And you had to say, "This is how bad I want my this guy on my team." Scale of one to a hundred, where oh. would you put him at? Oh, a hundred. You mean, put him at hundred. Absolutely, 100? I would too. He is he's the best quarterback we've seen. Only so in in that style. Of in that style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this is a bad analogy, but I, I I don't know why this came to mind. But if if Cam Newton, if you're not in the NFL, you know, if he applies for a business job, mm-hmm. okay. And every time he makes a sale, he's dabbing, dancing, and rubbing it in, uh, in rubbing it in employees' faces. I'd fire the shit out of him. I would you know, as well. I'm not saying he's going to be dabbing and dancing, but anyway, I mean, there's no place for that in the workplace, especially when outside parties are watching. And uh, people can talk about the uh, the quote unquote no fun league as much as they want. Yeah. But when you talk to these head coaches and GMs, what do they always say? It's a business. Yeah, absolutely. It's a business. See, that's the thing. I respect him. I respect what he's accomplished. I respect oh, yeah. his playing style, and I can't wait for him to be known as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And but I think I think in the next couple of years, the best two quarterbacks in the NFL are going to be, or in terms of a top tier, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking at Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, absolutely. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Those three guys in a span of three years yeah. in terms of draft classes are going to be kings of the NFL. Yeah. But here's the thing. He needs to wake up, man. He does need to wake up a little bit. But in terms of on the field, I have no complaints. Other than well, the celebration. I'm just saying the celebrating, mentally, the Really, the only thing that I have that's a problem with me is the first down dances. Yeah, not a fan. Absolutely. And the dab just because I think it's a lame dance. And it's not a dance. You're just putting, you're just putting your elbow on your forehead. Yeah. Well. You can put as much flash into it as you want. He's just... He, he, I just feel like he's still in his college years. Yeah. And he just needs to play like a professional. And I know uh-huh. everyone's been saying that this week. Uh, play like Peyton Manning. Brian Erlacher said that this week. And you don't need to. And, the, and that's the thing about football. No, I'm not saying that. So many times in football, head coaches will say, you need to play like this. You need to play like this. And if a guy feels more comfortable in playing how he plays, mm-hmm. let him. Yeah. Grant. You know what's happened a bit right now is we've gotten a little heated. Yeah. And do you know what would be a 
perfect time for right now. What's that? A drink break? Our first drink break. Our first drink break. We're going to go like off it. to our drink break here on Weekly Sports. We'll be back in 30 seconds. It's Theo speaking. It's Zad Foon's mixtape. Apple Juice Break. A.K.A. Zad Foon Jones mixtape, volume one. This is the apple juice break. Apple juice break. This is the opportunity for you to go downstairs, get yourself some apple juice. So if you already are downstairs, apple get yourself some apple juice. Go to the bathroom, you know, things of that nature. Finish rolling your L, hit the hookah, get relaxed, you know. And, and, and get ready for the rest of the mixtape. And we're back here on Weekly week. Drinks. I hope you enjoyed that drink break. Uh, Grant, you've got some uh, interesting news for us. What is that? Jack, I just want to let you know that yesterday was Groundhog Day. It was. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil failed to see his shadow, meaning he has predicted an early spring, hopefully a fertile one. Uh, there are records going back to 1887 that show Phil has now predicted winter 102 times, while forecasting an early spring just 18 times. And Jack, he's only right 39% of the time. Well, I mean, it's only a groundhog. And that's really all I can say. It's just a groundhog, and uh, the fact that there have been no changes made to it since 1887 makes me think uh, the people of Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania, should revolt. Revolt. They should revolt. Grant. And it's time for This Week in Sports. It's time for This Week in Sports. Give me the hell yeah. I said give me the hell yeah. Viva Viva Las Vegas, baby. The Raiders are trying to enter Las Vegas. They're thinking of going there. What? That they are. Yeah, they, they are. And you know where it's going to be? Where is that? Right on the strip. Right next to the MGM Grand. It's going to be a dome, probably. Uh, I was just looking it up. And literally, literally, you can just see MGM Grand right next to it. Are are we talking like a picture where you can see where you you are at the plotting site? Yeah. Uh, How many seats are we talking? 65. 65,000. You know, that's... For an NFL stadium, especially in a market that... I mean, you say Las Vegas is a small market. It's a huge market, but in terms of people who are actually there, 65, if there was to be a team in Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. would be the perfect number. Well, think about how many... uh, 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 Casinos are going to buy club seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot. And they're going to sell them. Big rollers should come in and start to making some money, and they yep. want to make them stay a little bit longer. I feel like longer. the NFL would, would make a lot of money. They would, but that. the NFL, I feel like, just wants to stay out of there only because yeah. nothing Scandals. good happens in Vegas. Absolutely. Man. Nothing good happens. Well, Jack, uh, as Raiders fans, sadly, Justin Tuck retired. Well, Justin Tuck signed, a, I think it was a three-year deal three years ago. I think this was the final year of his deal. Yep. He did not play any this year. Uh on the sidelines and off the field, he was a big he was a big uh, figure for guys like Derek Carr, Latavius Murray, Amari Cooper, uh, the triplet coming in. But uh, I would say that when people remember Justin Tuck, they will only remember him as a really pivotal part in those two Super Bowl wins for the Giants, one in 2007, one in 2011. But uh, Justin Tuck, pretty good career. Had over 50 sacks. Yep. I mean, you really can't you really can't say anything more than that. I mean, he was a very good pass rusher, especially when the four three defensive end is that of a dying breed. Now, Jack, uh, we we watched this video before we started doing this. Uh, well, we watched it, and then we stopped it. Yeah, we had to because it was maybe not a, worth watching. Maybe forty five seconds in, but yeah. Panthers fans continue to make embarrassingly corny rap videos, one after another, one after another. I don't understand what it is. Uh, Jack, Lady Gaga is going to sing the national anthem in Super Bowl 50. I think I'm excited. I am. I can't really think of the last time that Lady Gaga came out with a song. She did. She just came out with an album with uh, Tony Bennett. Well, I think that was like three or four years ago. No, that was... Search that up. Search that up. Because here's the thing. Because Lady Gaga has gone under an incredible amount of change. She's now gone into an actress role more than a music role. Yep. She's she, been she in American Horror. She did just Horrors. win an award, Golden she, Globe. She did just win a Golden, Glo- yeah. a Golden Globe. And first things first, huge fan of the Gaga. Huge yeah, fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge fan of the Gaga. She is coming up with her fifth album. Um, I'm not sure what her last album was, but uh, I'm still searching. Still searching. But uh, actually, 
Now that I think about it, just because of, uh, I always watch the national, basically on Super Bowl Sunday, if it's after 3 a, if it's after 3 p.m., my ass is on the couch. Oh, absolutely. I am not moving. I, I really don't like participating in that much Super Bowl hype the entire week before it. But on Super Bowl Sunday, for me, it is a national holiday. It is the last game of football I'm going to see for six months. I have to have full tabs on it. I can't, I can't patiently sit back and watch the Super Bowl. I have to be on pins and needles the entire time. Oh, yeah. I just looked it up. Art Pop was her last album, 2013. 2013. It's been three years. Applause was on there. That was a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Great it's jam by Gaga. Kia commercials. Super Bowl grounds crews uh, accidentally paint two Broncos in zones. Now, just just to be clear, this this was I believe last a week Tuesday. Ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was about a week ago. So they've handled it since then. Oh yeah. But uh, what are you doing, grounds? Yeah. Crew? What is going on? Who what are you? Who is in charge of <laughs> yeah, you? Absolutely. If you're painting two of the same end zones, idiots. Maybe they painted one in the wrong end or something. That's the only thing Maybe. I can think of. But what what is the wrong end? Who who determines that? It, that it, person it is, needs to be it fired. Is, it is predetermined because a I big know, thing but I'm saying that person that. needs to be fired because they didn't give them the right info. There's not c- communication Someone's going on getting there. Fired. Yeah. Oh, actually, absolutely. well, seeing that all they really had to do was sort of spray it off—not spray it off—but no. you gotta, you, you gotta re a week the ago, grass. A, a week ago, you could still see um, under the Panthers logo a little, a little bit of Bronco. Like a, you could see a little bit of Broncos yeah. under it. However, it is very fortunate that they're using a black. Background. And I'm hoping that gives them a little luck. The Broncos. Yeah, who knows? Now, did Russell Wilson use Google to describe Sierra? Yep. Okay, I don't know why you say yep. If you don't know yep. this story, story it was uh, hashtag Women Crush Wednesday. Uh, I hate that that's a thing. I know. Wilson, <laughs> I do too. W- Wilson tweets, uh, hashtag WCW, I kissed her. And she had honey sweet lips that were lilac soft with a loving and affectionate personality. Now, Grant, uh, let me just go ahead and get one, one more reading of that. Yeah, please do. Quote, hashtag WCW, which it means Woman Crush Wednesday. I kissed her, and she had honey sweet lips that were lilac soft with a loving and affectionate personality at Ciara. Now, Grant, what do you think about that tweet, first of all? Well, that was really good reading, Jack. I, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Jack, I don't know. I really don't. I, he's trying to describe his love. He is, and at first, when I saw it, before I knew what I knew later, I thought, that's a little bit of a weird tweet. Yeah. That's a little bit of a weird thing to put out there, just because I don't get the whole idea of like saying, like, oh my gosh, I love this woman, to 30 million people. Well, here's the thing, you know, send her uh, roses. Um, yeah. An edible arrangement, maybe? A yeah. ring? Let I don't her know. know. Why don't you... Marry her. So you can finally have sex with her, Russell yeah. Wilson. <laughs> he said it, I didn't. He then tweeted after all this controversy, um, ha, ha, ha. Well, first, can we get to what the controversy was? Because the controversy that it was what? proves that there is 0% of game in Russell Wilson. It was found later know. that if you Googled describing a beautiful woman, yeah. the first things that came <laughs> up were, quote, I kissed her, and she had honey sweet lips that were lilac soft with a loving and affectionate personality. That is what you get when you search up on Google. Apparently. Describing I, you know a what? beautiful woman. We should research that. No, I, that's not even researchable. That is old news. That is something that is 100%. Have people actually done that? No, no, no. People have done it. Okay. And that is a fact. Russell Wilson has zero... Point zero 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 percent game in him. Okay. I've never seen a man with less game, and I love Russell Wilson, and I think he's so great. Yeah. But God, you gotta have some game, but Russell. He, he did come back and say, um, actually, I prefer Bing to describe my love for Sierra. Still can't find enough words. Which is a great plug by oh, him, seeing absolutely. that he is sponsored not only by Microsoft, but that the owner of the Seahawks is a Microsoft executive. Now, Jack, 
a lifelong Bears fan is still giving it to Jay Cutler, even in her obituary. Oh, boy. Now, uh, this was in the, um, I'm going to guess, Chicago uh, obituary, and it says, Elizabeth Porter Bowman, she was 78, of Northbrook, Illinois, died peacefully January 9th, 2016, surrounded by her children. Betsy was an elementary school teacher and later a tutor. But her passion and focus was being a dedicated and involved mother and grandmother. She was a woman of loyalty, integrity, opinion, curiosity, and intelligence. A lifelong fan of the Cubs, Blackhawks, and Bears, except Jay Cutler. Slam. Got him. Got him. Yeah. Even from outside the grave. Exactly. Got him. That's huge. And you know, I, I used to be kind of a Bears fan, and I always hated Jay Cutler. Always, I can never stand him. I knew he's the worst quarterback in the NFL, except for this last year when Adam Gase sort of turned him around. But two years ago, he did lead the NFL in turnovers. He's awful, awful. Travis Kelsey is having a new dating show. I, I can't remember the the site of uh, it. It is. It's called. I think. I believe it's on E. It's called Catching Kelsey. And That's here's what it is. Here's the thing about this dating show that makes it different than all the other ones. There are 50 girls from every state that he will be dating. I can't, I can't believe. I mean, this that. guy's got a train. From every state. How is much? That really time, what it is? How much? To, yeah, that's what it is. How much oh, time do you boy. have in your hands, Travis Kelsey? None. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. Apparently, uh, he did come on Dan Lebetard the other day, and he did and, and yes. did say uh, they haven't started filming and they haven't even gotten through the paperwork. So who knows if that'll go? Real Madrid signs the biggest jersey deal. Ever with Adidas. 106 million euros over 10 years. Which in American dollars means 115.5 million for for nine years. Apparently years are measured differently in Europe they than are. they are America. Okay. They, they are. Um, are Under Armour balls to blame for Iowa shooting problems? Probably not. I would say so. I, this is my big question. Why does the NCAA not regulate balls? Uh, well, it's weird because every NCAA team has a different... Well, not saying that every team has a different sponsor, but most teams have different sponsors. Yep. And uh, you use their balls. If you go to a Nike I school, understand that. You, you use Nike balls. But they need to regulate the balls so we don't have these issues. We have issues like this every year, I feel there, like. Th- th- there should be a universal ball. Yes. Absolutely. John Calipari says they will not win the Kansas game. And they didn't. No, they did not. Um... Took them to OT. They did take they them did. to OT. They did. But here's another thing. They lost to Tennessee, Jack. They did lose to Tennessee. 84 After- to 77. Tennessee was down 21 at half. They were. And I was planning on saying this, but they came back from this. They came back. And because and, and and, I know the headline that you're about to say. Yeah. What were you about to say before that game? What do you mean, what is I about to say? You were going to say Tennessee doesn't know how to keep a lead. That's what, know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know they Saturday, do know but you know that they do know how to do Grant? What? They know how to come back from twenty one down. Apparently, half. I don't understand that. I was at my grandmother's birthday party and I'm watching Tennessee just just destroy themselves after halftime. They had a fourteen point lead and they ultimately lose by twelve. I don't understand how that happened. To TCU, not a very to good team. TCU. Yeah, uh, Tennessee currently sits at 11 and 11. Now, um, ridiculous. When we get to another side of the basketball, NBA, really awesome headline. Becky Hammond, the Spurs assistant coach, she was the uh, she was the coach for them in the summer league. She is now setting even more milestones. The first female on the NBA All Star coaching staff. Yep, that's huge. Lakers, I love it. Are expecting Kevin Durant and Westbrook in two years. I love it. I love it. Lakers generally have a terrible team, and after the four or five year stint, they have a terrible team. They have a championship contender. Somehow. All you need is one star player. It's no, the NBA. All now, you need is one star player. Speaking of KD, uh, Lifetime is planning to make a movie about KD's mother, who is the real MVP. Cheap move by Lifetime. That, I don't know. Lifetime will Maybe always not. be cheap, and that is not worth making a movie over. It was a great MVP speech. Blah. Next. Now, here's a question for you. Will Steve Nash ever coach in the NBA? No. The man's a Canadian. He's too nice. I disagree with that, but all right. Kobe scores 38 points as the Lake Show beats the T-Wolves. Uh, w- most of those points came from three, and I will say most of those threes were contested. 
Yeah. But most of them came from three. Kobe still doesn't have what it takes to bump and grind inside, especially when seeing how he likes to get guys on his hip and then lose him from there. This just happened tonight. Steph scored 51 points. He was one away from a three-point record. He had eight. No, he had seven three-pointers in the first quarter. The record yeah. for in a game is 12. That's ridiculous. He's the only NBA player with multiple 50-point games this year. The NHL All-Star, NHL All-Star game uh, was a huge hit. Just a blast to watch. Uh, Captain John Scott scored two goals, one on Pecorine, a hometown favorite. He only had 30 minutes this season in the NHL and only 11 points through his career. It's incredible. How do you only have 11 points, especially with hockey assists and how two guys can get an assist, even by swinging the puck around the perimeter? Yeah. How do you only have 11 points through your career? And here's the thing. He won the MVP and all of the All-Star game, won a car, and he led the Pacific to get $1 million. And that was split evenly, but, I mean, you got to love it, especially when NHL players aren't exactly rolling on the dough. Uh, it's time for another drink break, so go ahead and sit back, and we will be back in 30 seconds. We are back here on Weekly Sports, and it is time for our... Weekly drinks. Weekly... Did I say weekly sports? You did. Well, Grant, we talk about sports here, so you really can't blame me. It's weekly drinks. Well, might as well be called weekly drinks. Uh, Might as well, since we are drinking. And speaking of drinking, Grant, it's time for our drunk picks. Bring the action. Jack, it's time for Drunk Picks. It sure is. Uh, We got Super Bowl Part 2. Last week, uh, I think I called, what did I say, Panthers? I think you called Panthers by 3. Panthers by 3, that's right. You said Panthers by... Panthers by 14 is what I said. Yes, I did. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. I don't believe that. I can't. It's 4.5 right now in Vegas. 4.5 is the spread, Grant. I guarantee you that uh, when the Seahawks and Broncos played that they weren't guessing a 30-point spread. Oh, I know that. But I feel like you got to give it to, to Denver's defense a little bit. I feel I, like they're going to shut them I down. Will, I bit. will give it to Denver's defense, but here's what I won't give it to. Denver's offense. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't see yeah. them putting up more than 20 points, especially when seeing that this might be the yeah. best defense they've played all year, yeah. especially coming after the week where they had to play a really good New England defense. But here's the thing. I think... I think Denver's defense will shut down the passing game. Absolutely. They will, but they will they be able to contain shut down the running game? No, on three downs in a row? No, they can't. They absolutely can't. So, uh, pick part two. What, what do you got? You still got the same thing? I still, yes. I st- I'm sticking with Panthers by 14. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with uh, Panthers by three. I, I wish it were Broncos by 42, but it just it's not going to be that. Anyway, That's just the way it is, Grant. We got prop bets. Oh, we got plenty. Plenty. There's so many that we cannot get to all of them. But uh, what do you have? Do you have any? I got one. One thing that really, one prop bet that really just rubs me raw, and Mm -hmm. it's going on with all of the Super Bowl hype this week, and excuse me for venting here a little bit, but with the media talking about Peyton Manning and the prospect of him retiring. Yep. A new prop bet coming out in Vegas. And first off, I know nothing about the whole numbers with Vegas, plus 500, minus 1,000. I have no I don't care. I don't care either. I don't bet. I don't live in Vegas. We will eventually. But apparently right now, there is a prop bet in Vegas that says, will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the post-game interview? And in parentheses, it says, must be on the live broadcast. broadcast yeah. Do you think there is any chance... Of Peyton Manning retiring during this game, I don't know because here's the thing. No. This came out. Oh well, this came out today. The Rams apparently have been in talks with Peyton, and they are trying to lure him to L.A. to play with them for his last season. 
Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? That's huge. Who what cares? Do you mean, who cares? If he wins this Super Bowl, he's done, and he will do that. If he wins if the Super Bowl, then. he's done, and he's retiring, and he's going to take a year off, and he's going to sit on the beach and say, man, I'm 40 years old. Look at how done I've done. For, look at how good I've done. For yeah, and I'm going to buy an NFL team. Here's another one for you, Jack. How many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl day? I Super really Bowl think Sunday. it might. I really think it might be in the. It has to be over a million, right? Right now, the over under is twelve million. Oh my! Oh, of course, it's over twelve million. That's a lot. What are you on well, your well, bad bet? You have the worst predictions. I, when it comes to big numbers, I know. I understand. When it comes to big numbers, I have no idea. But man, think about all right. So, if you think about how many Buffalo Wild Wing branches there are only in America, yeah. And how many wings are going to be dished out in those B dubs? It's going to be. It's going to be. I mean, I remember going. Is to, there any way to track that bit? Do you have to, actually? Yes. Do you um, have? Do you? Is there a? Is there an official wing spokesman for Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings that I can get this bet from? I, I'm pretty sure that that bet will be after the Super Bowl because they have to count yeah. how many orders they had. Yeah. And all that, but that's a hard bet. You got one. I got one here. Um, how many times will the Golden Gate Bridge be shown during the broadcast? Now, right now, it's at 0.5 for the over-under. And this is one thing I do know about betting. 0.5 means if you say under, it'll be zero. If you say over, it'll be one or more. They are for sure going to show the Golden Gate Bridge. Seeing that it's CBS, they're going to show it at least three times. This is no, free money. Not three, this is free money. When it's you think about five. it's point five, they're going to show it three times. It's CBS. They, show they it in the love beginning. those. No. If they show it once, you win. The well, how close is the five. stadium? How close is the stadium to the Golden? Gold Technically, Bridge? Santa Clara is San Francisco. It's on the outskirts, but it's, but, but they're going to be saying, right? but they're not going to be showing the Santa Clara Community Center. What are they going to do? They're going to go right down the road and show some stock well, footage yeah, that they got earlier in the week of the San wh- Francisco Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge. Why not show uh, the the OC Coliseum? Why not show <laughs> the biggest landmark in San Francisco? It's CBS. They're going to show it three times. Okay, that's free okay. money for okay. any of you listening. Other prop bets, random ones. Who's going to score the first point? Obviously, that's one. Will it's gonna be a there be a second coin toss? No. <laughs> if, you have your, if you have some life savings you'd be willing to put down, put it on that one. Here's one. If Steph Curry is shown on the TV during broadcast, what will he be wearing? He'll be wearing a Carolina Panthers. He'll be, he'll well, be he'll here's, wearing some Panthers all guard. four of them. Personalized Carolina, Steph Curry jersey, no jersey, Cam Newton jersey, or any other jersey. I'm thinking maybe the Steph Curry personalized jersey, seeing that when he went to Carolina earlier in the in the season, he was It was personalized? It was a personalized was a, 30 was Curry a, jersey. You know, it was like really? he, was, he was banging on the okay. drum. I thought it was a Cam Newton jersey. I wouldn't be surprised if he was wearing a Cam Newton jersey, though. Maybe he doesn't even wear a jersey. That's the thing. That's the thing about these prop I think, bets. Oh, he's definitely going to wear a jersey. Now, one thing so far away from the game is what color will Beyonce's footwear yeah. be when she comes on the stage for the halftime show? Yeah. This is, I think, maybe the best bet out there. Best because bet. The leading, the leading one right now, color, is black at three to two odds. Yep. Now, seeing that it's the 50th Super Bowl and the NFL has been putting gold on the 50 that, the entire yeah, year, gold end zones. Be it at all. You got to take the gold slash brown at yep. five over two. Absolutely. You got to take. You, it. you have two. That's two. That's, that's the NFL two owns there. The, the NFL owns the. They own the Super Bowl. They own the Super Bowl halftime show. If they have any say in it, I think they're making Beyonce wear gold. Here's one for you. Will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? He has to be. Note, he must be uh, consolated on a live broadcast and must clearly take a stance on his position. If not, uh, the wagers will not be in action. Well, actually, I think there might be a little bit of a loophole here, Grant. There's no loophole. Seeing that Mike Carey works for Fox and the game is being shown on CBS... This bet ain't happening. You got a point. I got a point, don't you I? You have a huge point. I got a point, don't I? A point. You can get a point, please. Since I've gone ahead and uh, stumped Vegas here, we're going to move on to our 
Awful. Wow. Awful. Well, I got one. Uh, hold on. Awful I got one for you. Oh, after before because because I wanted to know this from you. I, I I didn't get an answer from you yesterday when I asked you this question, but ask away. One more drunk pick. Will LeBron James win an NBA championship with the Cats? Yes, he will. I say absolutely not. No, 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 no. Not in a million years. All right, so Mr. I'm going to go James. ahead and ask a rhetorical question on this drunk pick grant. Rhetorical. Rhetorical uh, question. Who stands in the Cavaliers' way? The Warriors. The Spurs. D- ding, ding, ding. The Warriors. Right now, they have four players on their team that will request and demand and get yeah. a max contract. Yeah. But an NBA team can't have more than two. Lakers in two years. Lakers in two years? Lakers in one year. Lakers in two years? Uh, LeBron has already toppled no. Russ and Steph. LeBron cannot handle himself in the playoffs. He can't handle himself. The dude's got two rings. He's made it to the because Eastern Because he was at the he's, Heat. He's he made, had Chris Bosh and, and uh, Dwayne he had, Wade. He had a Chris Bosh that was taking threes, and he had an aging no, D. Wade. Man. This debate could go on forever, and yeah, I'd still absolutely. stay by my side. Okay. All I and gotta you say will is be wrong. The Cavs are about to go on a roll. They just had a big no, player they meeting. They will not win this they, year. They, Agree with they, me on that. They will not win this year. This, the they will not win next year. I will say this. Uh, check back with me in a month because in the past five games, the Cavs have put up 110 points for the first time in LeBron James's career. Not going to happen during the Warriors. Here's awful predictions. Awful predictions. Um, I wish I had a clip for this uh, segment break here, but here we go. Um, which NFL player... This is a weird one. This is a, I it's thought a, about it's, this a It's lot. a good question. Which NFL player is most likely to be involved in the next domestic violence case? Now, before we go over this question, I just want to go ahead and say, when you think of the words Ray Rice now, the only thing you can the only thing you can think of is Ray Rice, the elevator video, and what happened there. Before that happened, Ray Rice was such a great outspoken guy. Yeah. He was giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. He was a role model for everyone in the NFL to follow in terms of this is how you play in the NFL. He has a bad night. He's never criminally charged. No. He'll never play down in the NFL again. Absolutely not. Never. Sadly. Well, hey, what, your your pick for this one, man. I, I I honestly I cannot give you an answer really, but I I want you to go first. <laughs> not to say this guy isn't a good guy, <laughs> but just to say, if we look at the Roethlisberger cases. In both Roethlisberger cases that were put up, um, he was not convicted of. No. Neither of them. No. And just because he's a party boy, I'm going to go with Gronk. I'm going to say Gronk is no. going to get in some sort of no. some sort of situation. I disagree with that 100%. Gronk is going to get in some sort of no. situation. No. A woman's going to want some money. She's going to sue. He's going to fight it off. But that is going to be the NFL fiasco for the offseason. Well, mine is cheating a little bit. A little bit, Johnny Manziel. Wow, because that because that has not gone through yet. Technically, he hasn't been charged. No, either. he He's was not been charged. He was he was uh, down in the streets, and a helicopter was over him looking for him. Like Goodfellas. Goodfellas is happening in Cleveland. He needs to get out of there. And I he didn't needs even know they had helicopters in Cleveland. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Jerry Jones. Take my words. Go ahead and uh, stay away from Johnny uh, Johnny Trash yeah, Ball, <laughs> and uh, go for RG three. Keep those knees healthy with that great offensive line you got. And on that note, it's time for another drink break here on Weekly Drinks. We'll be back in thirty seconds.
Back here on Weekly uh, Drinks, I'm Jack Cooper here with Grant Templeton. Grant, uh, do you have a good drink break? Yeah, I sure did. I did too. I drank some beer. Drink, you drank some beer. beer, man. It's yeah, well, you gave it a six earlier, but I'll go ahead and let that one slide. Oh, well, I mean, you did give it a six. Well, it wasn't that good. I mean, you gave it a six. Well, let's go to on this day. Well, on this day in sports or not sports history. Come on in, Diz, and tell us all about it. There's a line drive into right field for a base hit. Robinson picks the ball up, puts it back into the infield. Jack, on this day, 1690, the first paper money is made in America. It's issued in the colony of Massachusetts. And the coin has been dying ever since. Next. Absolutely. 1850. The 15, world, 15, 15, 15. Grant. 1815. Grant. The world's first commercial cheese factory is established in Switzerland. I wonder what type of cheese they made. Probably Next. Colby. On this day in 1834, Wake Forest University is established. What's happening, CP3 and Tim Duncan? Next. 1836, the Whig Party holds its first national convention in Albany, New York. Who cares? Next. (laughs) I'm sorry. On this day, 1869, Booth Theater at 23rd and 6th opens in New York City. Romeo and Juliet is played. Who cares? Next. Who cares? President was shot there. Uh, Booth Theater. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Ford's Theater. Oh my goodness! In Washington D.C., Grant, you just got um, you just got you just got outfacted at your own facts. Grant just dropped the paper. Ford's Theater in Washington D.C., not Booth Theater in New York City. What am I thinking? Was of? where Abraham Lincoln what am I was shot. Of? I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Ford's Theater. No, what's Booth Theater? What does Booth Theater? John have? Wilkes Booth was the shooter and the assassin. God of Abraham Lincoln. Once again, I'm a genius. Grant, if you can move on here. I feel like we have to stop the segment. I don't feel like we do. Grant, I feel like an idiot. You don't feel like an idiot. Next. 1876. Albert Spaulding <laughs> with $800. <laughs> Starts Sporting Goods Co. Manufactured first official baseball, tennis ball, basketball, golf ball, and football. Spalding. Hey, Grant. Yeah. You're doing great, son. (laughs) I'm proud of you. You know what Albert Spalding should do? What's that? Regulate the NCAA's balls! Well, he can't do that. Jesus Christ! Well, he can't do that, Grant. Regulate the balls! Grant, you know why he can't do that? Why? He's dead. Next. God damn it. 1953. J. Fred Muggs, he's a chimp, becomes a regular on NBC's Today Show. Which is a foolish move, seeing that he can't talk. Next. Chimps can talk. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. 1959, the day the music died, which was a plane. It was a plane owned by Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, and the pilot die near Clear Lake, Iowa. What a shame, Iowa. Today... Not Iowa. Buddy Holly died. Buddy Holly. I'm saying what a shame, Iowa. Iowa has had two headlines in the past 50 years. One of them was the Iowa caucus. One of them was the Iowa caucus, and this one is the plane crash in EXT. Next. Jesus Christ. 1962. President Kennedy bans all trade with Cuba except for food and drugs. And the day before that happened, Grant, you know what uh, JFK did? What's that? Bought over a thousand Cuban cigars. Good for him. Because Good for we him. need those a because they're man. the best cigars. Have you ever had one? I have. They're I've incredible. had one. I've had incredible. one Cuban cigar. They're better. It blows them all out of the water. Yeah. It's 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 not it's not close. Next. Nineteen sixty six, the first operational weather satellite is launched in the US. Great stuff going on there, U.S. Uh, shout out to the United States of America for being the first ones to get a weather satellite up there. Grant, next. 1966, the first soft landing on the moon. It's the Soviet Luna 9, not ours. Well, we got, we got a little beat by there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, who cares? USA. U.S. and they. U.S. U.S. and they. Next. 1967, Purple Haze is recorded 
by Jimi Hendrix. We miss you, Jimi. Next. We miss you so much. 1971, PBS's first broadcast on KTSC-TV, Channel 8 in Pueblo, Pueblo. Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Colorado. Colorado. It's a Pueblo, Colorado. I Next. feel like I said Colorado three times. Colorado? Colorado. Next. 1972, the 11th Winter Olympic Games opens in Sapporo, Japan. It's the first time in Asia. I don't get... Well, I mean, Japan sort of makes sense because they got mountains. They have select mountains. Mm-hmm. And they have some sort of icy climates. Why would a Winter Olympics ever be held in Asia? Other than Japan. Fake snow, man. Fake snow. Maybe that's when fake snow was invented. I don't know. Hey, in 1972, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Next. 1976, the 26th NBA All-Star Game happens. East beats the West 123-109 at Philadelphia. I don't know why I would put that in there, but it's well, in there. Well, it's in there, and uh, the 76-76ers were actually a very good team. Yeah. Uh, Julius Irving was actually the MVP of that game. Well, that's a... It was I, a great game. I was there, and I watched it. How the fuck do you know yes. that? I can't even get... The Booth Theater, right? The Ford, it's the Ford Theater. It's Jesus Ford Christ. Theater in Washington, D.C. Where 1979, YMCA by the Village People peaks at number two on the pop singles chart. Too bad for you, YMCA. You couldn't get to number one. If you ain't first, you're last. Next. Oh, boy. 1982, John Sharples of England finishes 371 hours of disco dancing. You know what they call that, Grant? What's that? Stamina. Next. <laughs> 1993, that's a big jump. Federal trial of four police officers charged with civil rights violations in a videotaped beating of Rodney King begins in California. Why would that only be civil rights violations? Seeing, have you seen the Rodney King video? I'm pretty sure I have. I, I have, don't remember it. I don't see how it's only a civil rights violation. Yeah. It has to be some sort of a... Ah, that's yeah, uh, we'll another get, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a sports. Yeah, 1997 next, next. Howard Stern radio show premieres in Detroit, Michigan. Why there? I don't know. On WKRK 97.1. 18 years later, dude's still making bank. Oh, he makes so much money. Dude's making so much money. Him and Judge Judy have to be the two most undeserving, most paid people. You know, Judge Judy's the making fact the that round. you chose Judge Judy. For Judge that. Judy's making over 30 million dollars a year, Grant. I understand that, but you just compared uh, Howard Stern and Judge Judy. To Judge Judy. Judy, yes. That is not an unfair comparison at all. I, they get paid stupid amounts of money to do things. Now, I'm not I'm not dissing on Howard Stern. A lot of people could do what Howard Stern does, and a lot of people could do what no, Judge Judy does. He has the best voice on radio. He does have a very good voice. A lot of people could do what he does better. Next. Bring in the Dancing Lobsters in 2002, Super Bowl, whatever that is. New England Patriots beat the St. Louis Rams 20-17 to at the Louisiana Superdome. Now, what the Super Bowl that Grant was referring to was XXXVI, which means I don't know 36 if you okay. can't read I can't. Roman numerals. Of course I can't. Uh, that was against, that is foreign that was language. against the uh, St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. Tom Brady and the Pats were a huge underdog. And they still won. Tom Brady having a two-minute drive at the end of the game to lead Adam Vinatieri to a last-second field goal. Next. I have a big question for you right now. I just What's that, thought Grant? of it. What's that, Grant? Is there a Super Bowl uh, in, in anything that the home team or away team has been at their uh, home? Grant, I know for a fact what the answer is. Yeah. What's the answer that? is no. A home team How has weird never is that? hosted a Super How Bowl. How weird is that? I well, feel part like of it is, that... if you think about all the times that the Packers have been in the Super Bowl, they're not going to host a Super Bowl in Lambeau. No. They can't have it above. The only one that's really been above the Mason-Dixon line has been either in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. in a dome, yeah. or when it was uh, Seahawks and Broncos in New York. Which Next. is awful. Terrible Super 2008 Bowl. Super Bowl, Jack. Yep. What is that? XLII. XLII, Grant, that is 42. XL is 40. That was the David Tyree catch. I don't know why I can't get those things. New York Giants beat the New England Patriots 17-14 at the University of Phoenix Stadium. The MVP is Eli Manning. Should have been the New York defensive line. Should have been the MVP. Next. 2013 Super Bowl. XLVII. 48. 48. You know, I could count the years, obviously, from what I just read, but I'm not going to. You're not going to. Because I'm so drunk, 
to the point where I'm just reading these. And so, that's fine. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens beat San Francisco 49ers 34-31 at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That was a great Super Bowl. And you know what, Grant? You know one thing that's really funny about the Super Bowl? I rarely watched the first half seeing that Brady wasn't in it. Yep. I saw Flacco and Kaepernick. Ooh. But then there was the Beyonce halftime show, which really got me into it. Beyonce had the best halftime show, maybe other than Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Ever in no, Super Bowl history. I actually disagree. But I said absolutely for no absolute reason. And Grant, um, who would you say had a better Super Bowl performance than Beyonce in 2013? <clears throat> and? The Who? The Who had a very good halftime show. Beyonce brought the damn house down. Or, and or, she also brought the lights or, off, seeing that the lights turned off early third quarter. That's true. Or the 1995 Super Bowl. It was the, the, Tony the, Bennett and whoever that other woman is. She did uh, Lady Marmalade. It was a... Funded huge, by Disney. Funded by Disney. Yes. Um, it was... Indiana Jones themed where he took back the Lombardi trophy. And on that terrible <laughs> note, we're going to go off to our... Uh, what will it be this ne- To this another... Year? Who knows? I don't know. Well, hopefully Coldplay won't just crap the bed entirely because Beyonce will be on the stage. The greatest female prom- for performer of our time. Coldplay will... Coldplay suck. will... They will take a dump on the stage. That's really all there is to it. Coldplay's terrible. Um, but on that note, we're going to go to ourselves to uh, another drink break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Now, usually I don't do this, but... Uh... Go ahead on, break them off with a little previews of the remix. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So baby, give me that, and let me give you that. Running her hands through my fro. Back here on Weekly Drinks, I hope you enjoyed that drink break. Uh, me and Grant sure did. Grant, did you drink some beer during the last drink break? Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I think I did. I, I would have to agree with that statement. I, I did as well. Sorry. Um, and now it's maybe time for possibly my favorite segment of the week. And I know I said this with our uh, on this day in sports, but this really one, this one really might take the cake. Uh, it's time for our top fives. And since it is Super Bowl week, it is time to move on to our top fives, and we're gonna we're gonna be going over the top five best Super Bowls of all time. This list coming from NFL.com, and we're gonna be talking down the top five Super Bowls of all time. The first one, we talked about this one wide uh, last week, if you don't remember. Yeah. Wide right. Wide Bills, right. Giants, Super Bowl 25. Jim Kelly, you deserve a Super Bowl, but you got there four times, and guess how many rings you got? None. None. <laughs> Moving on to number four. Number four, the infamous uh, Joe Namath guaranteeing a victory over the heavy, 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 heavy favorites, the Baltimore Colts. It was, uh, it was Namath versus Unitas. Um... Uh, if you ever look at the pictures of before the Super Bowl and what the teams were doing, it was in Miami. And so you see the Colts, and they're out in the practice field, and they're doing their business, and they're getting their work in. Joe Namath is sitting poolside with short shorts on, with tanning oil, with sur- with reporters surrounding him. Poolside. Poolside in Miami. Wow. Those are the only pictures you'll find of Joe Namath that entire week. Moving on to number wow. three, uh, Super Bowl Forty Nine. Last year's Super Bowl, the Malcolm Butler interception huge to basically seal it. Huge. Might be the best play in Super Bowl that history. That was my favorite Super Bowl that I've seen because as when a you, human. When you think about the last five minutes of that game, you think about the uh, you think about the big catch going on with the Seahawks, you think about Richard Sherman talking to the camera saying two four, two four, and then of course all the memes yeah. coming out with we lost by four. But 28-24 final, Malcolm Butler being the hero. However, of course, who is the MVP, Grant? Not Marshawn Lynch. Brady. <laughs> Brady. Reeling it in as we I now go. I remember being at uh, uh, Dave & Buster's for that. 
That was a lot of fun. How was Dave and Buster's for the Super Bowl? It's so fun, Jack. It's so fun. Games, You're just watching steaks, the game. You Super got games, Bowl. you got wings, you got beer. Hell yeah. You got everything. Hell You're yeah. You're watching the game. That's huge. Hell yeah. Uh, the next one, Super Bowl 42. Uh, of course, we've already talked about this one. Uh, and if we haven't, apologies because uh, it happened this day seven years ago. Yep. David Tyree catching it on the helmet. Mm-hmm. Rodney Harrison coming down. Might be just one of the best... If you think of football pictures in the NFL, Rodney Harrison coming on top of David Tyree as he's trying to catch the ball on his helmet, it's incredible. Yeah. The the fact that he caught that ball when you see the picture of where it was. Uh, And now the number one Super Bowl of all time, neither of us were alive for. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, Neither of us were alive for. Um, And that was Super Bowl XIII, which means 13, Steelers 35, Cowboys 31. That was a big year for uh, Roger Staubach. I believe mm-hmm. he was the MVP that year. Lynn Swan was a huge part of that victory. However, Terry Bradshaw got the MVP. You know, I love NFL.com. They always make great lists. But how do you leave out Cardinals Steelers out of this list? The Santonio Holmes catch, the slant to Larry Fitzgerald going for about 60 yards over the middle, the James Harrison interception before mm. halftime. Yep. That game was incredible. Absolutely. I still think that might be the best NFL game I've ever seen, ever. And the fact that it was a Super Bowl made it that much better. And that is our top fives for the weeks. And now it's time that I answer some questions. So, Grant, if you can re familiarize oh, absolutely. all six of our listeners I will what were you. our questions of the day. Let's, Grant, let's, what were they? Let's see if you can answer these, Jack. Um, so here's the first question of the day. Uh, we said this back at the top of the show. In 1920, the University of Texas football players had their mascot at the annual sports banquet under less than ideal circumstances. What were those circumstances. My first thought of this was uh, that the mascot was stolen, but now I'm going to go ahead and say that the mascot was painted? Painted. Uh, That's a a great guess. It was painted uh, crimson and cream by the Oklahoma students. Is is that correct? No. Uh, You're not going to believe this. When I read this uh, two days ago, uh, it blew me away. His name was Bevo, or Bevo, whatever it is. It is Bevo. Now I Bevo, believe they're on yes. the eighth Bevo now. Um, he, in a sense, was the guest of honor at this banquet. Um, he had been fattened up, fattened up, oh my slaughtered, goodness. and served as the main course at the banquet. Oh, my. Apparently, the, universe, wow. the university was short on cash. And shouldering the cost of tending to be, though. So you wasn't butcher a the mascot? Pri- priority, yeah. Uh, since, I mean, he, he wasn't uh, tame enough to roam in the wild, so they uh, ultimately served him up and ate him. That's good use of good meat. I'm sorry me. I gave you that question, but that I feel like that... No, that's like, a fantastic question. Yeah. It would have taken me a while to guess that, but, uh, you know, I'm a genius, and I'll probably get this next one. Okay, number two. What was MJ's first choice in college? Hint, it was not UNC, because that's where he went. Well, since you say hint, it was not UNC, I know you want me to say Duke, but seeing that Michael Jordan, due to academic reasons, was cut from his seventh grade basketball team. Eighth. Eighth grade basketball team. I'm going to go with NC State here. Wrong. Wrong. Wow, I got you. Two times in a row. I got you. Let's go. Damn it. UCLA. UCLA. How weird wow. is that? That's a weird one. That is pretty weird. Yeah. Seeing that John Wooden was uh, was not the coach when no. Michael Jordan no. was decided when to go to college. Now, here's the third Please one. Please, can see, I get this let's, third one? Let's see if I can stump you three times. Presidential ceremony pitchers <sighs> have, have been a tradition in, MLB, in the MLB since opening day of the 1910 season. Who was the first president to throw out a ceremonial first pitch? Since it's 1910, I really have no idea, but I believe that during the 1910s, Woodrow Wilson was president of the United States at one point. Wrong. Oh for three. Oh for three. Here's <clears throat> the thing. It was the answer is William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft, yep. the heaviest president of all time. And here's a bonus fact. Since 1910, every president except Jimmy Carter has thrown at least one ceremonial first pitch. Even Rick Richard Nixon threw one. Wow. Yeah. You know where Ronald Reagan threw his first pitch? Where's that? Wrigley Field. That's awesome. 
I love that. Wrigley love that. Field. Wrigley great Field. And Jimmy Carter is a Georgia boy, so he has a home team as the Atlanta Braves. They might have not been the Braves. No, no, they were the Braves at that time in Atlanta. Yeah. They were not, they were not still in Milwaukee. Jack, uh, one thing I wanted to end on here. Um, did you know that yesterday was Groundhog Day? Uh, I believe yesterday was Groundhog Day. Now, yeah. did Puxatani Phil see his shadow, Grant? Yeah, he did. He, he, he No. Well, no, he did not. He failed to see a shadow. I see. Meaning he predicted an early spring. Hopefully a fertile one. Hopefully a fertile spring. Uh, there are records going back to 1887 that show Phil has now predicted winter 102 times while forecasting an early spring just 18 times. He's only been right 39% of the time, Jack. I don't take those odds. However, I do think that we will have a fertile spring on our hands. I hope so. And on that note, and uh, for all six of you listening... This has been Weekly Drinks. We'll see you in a week. And uh, hopefully we aren't as belligerent this time. I hope not. Next time. And until then, see ya. See ya.